Vice Chair, staff is ready when you are. Vice Chair, the meeting has been called to order. You may go ahead and proceed. All right, good afternoon um, and welcome to the Monday, September 19th, uh, 2022 Civil Service Board meeting. The meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you, Vice Chair. Members, please unmute and turn on your video. Member Gonzalez Cabadic? Present. Thank you. Member Hunter will be absent. Member Miola? Present. Thank you. Vice Chair Manapur? Present. Thank you. Chair Bird will be absent. Thank you. We have a quorum. Um, thank you. Um, we have a quorum. Um, the Civil Service Board was established by California Sacramento City Charter, Section 8-0, um, and the charter is sought on numbers constituents constituting a quorum. Um, this meeting is virtual via Zoom. For members of the public who wish to join, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you have joined the meeting and wish to speak, raise your hand to provide public comments when the chair confirms the public comment speaking period for your desired item. Online, if you're online, click on the raise hand on the button on the bottom of your screen. Um, in the mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand option in the more tab. And on telephone, if you're calling by telephone, please raise your hand, dial nine, dial star nine, then to unmute or to mute, dial star six. Speakers will be called on by the last four digits of their phone number. You'll have two minutes to speak once you're called on. We'll now proceed with today's agenda. Thank you, Vice Chair. We will now proceed to the land acknowledgement. Please rise for the opening acknowledgements in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisanan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Patwin Wintu peoples and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather, excuse me, by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. And if you will please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Vice Chair, you may go ahead and proceed with the consent calendar. Thank you. All right, thank you, thank you. 
Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Thank you, Vice Chair. I do not have any hands raised for the consent calendar. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Are any members who wish to speak on? Okay. Um, is there a motion and a second for the consent calendar? This is Member Miola. I move approval of the consent calendar. Okay. This is, uh, this is Member Kabatic. Um, I second. Okay, I have a motion to a motion by Member Miola, um, and a sec second by Kabatic. Um, will the will the clerk please call the roll for the vote? Thank you, Vice Chair. Members, please unmute and turn on your video for roll call vote. Member Gonzalez Kabatic, aye. Thank you. Member Hunter is absent. Member Miola, aye. Thank you. Vice Chair Manfor? Aye. Thank you. Chair Bird is absent. Thank you. Motion passes. All right. Uh, we will now proceed to the discussion calendar. Item three is the update on chapter 2.40 of the Sacramento City Code relating to boards and commissions generally, um, generally commissions generally. Um, is there a staff presentation? Good afternoon, I'm Mindy Cuppy, your city clerk. I'll be making the presentation tonight or this afternoon. So for background, last June, the mayor asked that the Personnel and Public Employees Committee, PNPE, establish oversight, facilitation, and staffing responsibilities for city commissions. So over the past few months, we've put some, together some structural updates in place and continue to move forward with steps to uplift commissions' voices. The first is the foundational municipal code that governs boards and commissions in general. And it's important you understand the underlying code that governs your advisory body. Um, so I will take you through at a very high level a brief update on this code. So thank you for allowing me to present today. So on August 30th, the City Council approved an update to the City Code Chapter 2.40, which is boards and commissions generally. This is the foundational law governing city boards, commissions, and committees who are appointed by the mayor and the city council. And as you know, the Civil Service Board um, is a charter, is a board established by charter. So it is the intent of the city council in enacting this chapter to assure that appointees for seats on boards and commissions possess those high ethical standards required of them to properly fulfill their functions, to disclose any conflicts of interest that would render applicants or appointees ineffective in the performance of their duties, or which would jeopardize the interests of the city, to protect applicants and appointees against untrue allegations with respect to their background and integrity, and to establish a uniform administrative framework for all city boards, commissions, and committees. So as you know, commissioners are appointed from within the community and are expected to represent the city as a whole while promoting community and stakeholder input and taking into account all viewpoints. Serving as a commissioner provides a way for residents who have special experience or interests to participate in the city's decision-making process by advising city staff and the city council on numerous issues. So as we continue to uplift commissions to the same expectations, standards, and processes as the city council, I'm excited to be creating what I think is a model commissions program that other cities will emulate. We will be a model of transparency and inclusiveness, our commissions, 
Um, and when I say commissions, I mean committees, commissions, boards, and so forth. Um, and for this board, um, be inclusive with a diversity of voices, be transparent. All activities will be open to the public. We will encourage public participation, follow consistent standards such as the Sacramento Sunshine Ordinance and Brown Act. We'll have a clear legislative history of the important work you do and have a clear and concise process for the commissions to communicate with and advise the council. So I'm gonna step through the provisions of this code um, very quickly and at a high level. So your appointment procedures. So um, all applicants must submit an application and then persons are recommended by the PNPE committee um, or by the mayor and a council member. In this instance, all of your positions are PNP appointments. So vacancies will be filled in the same process as an original appointment. Um, failure to attend meetings. Um, I didn't think I'd ever have to say this, but we need you to attend meetings. We can't conduct a meeting without a quorum of the council. Um, and failure to attend meetings without um, a notice to the office of the city clerk. Uh, it's considered unexcused absences. Um, and failure to attend meetings is deemed good cause for removal from office. So terms, um, the term of most commissions are four years. Um, Civil Service Board, um, I believe is six, am I accurate? Do we have our attorney online? So um, for the Civil Service Board, your terms are um, five years each and that's de defined by the charter. Um, limitation on number of consecutive terms. So um, in the charter, it states that your board has a two-term limit. Okay, and then across, um, I show this because across other boards, commissions, and committees, we've standardized those terms, um, just for consistency's sake. So removal of members. Um, so again, each member shall comply with the laws and requirements related to taking oath. That's including but not, not limited in an oath of office, um, statement of economic interest in some instances, um, and then general um, participation in ethics um, training. And again, um, that would be, failure to do this would be deemed good cause for removal from office. Okay. So meetings generally, um, all of our meetings are noticed, as you know. Um, each meeting will be conducted in accordance with the council rules of procedure. If a quorum is not established within 15 minutes of the meeting's noticed start time, that meeting will be canceled. And then as needed um, to conduct business, we will be um, scheduling special meetings if needed. So this code um, states that city boards and commissions may not establish ad hoc committees. Um, if needed to conduct business, subcommittees can be created upon approval with the city council. Um, and that process is being um, determined in the council rules of procedure update. And again, um, next, uh, in the coming months, we're putting together a Brown Act training so that um, everyone will understand this. Okay, um, so chairperson. So each city board and commission shall elect one of its members to serve as chairperson and another as vice chairperson. So each person can serve uh, two terms. Um, this code also de um, defines that the city clerk um, is your secretary. Um, in, your, in the charter, it does state that um, that's your HR manager, but we conduct the, um, the meetings for you on your behalf. Okay. The city attorney shall serve as your legal counsel. And then this code also says that every five years, I report to PNP on the status of boards and commissions. So in summary, we've done a lot of work to uplift commission voices. However, I believe we still have much to do. Over the past year, we've ensured that all commissions follow the same high standards as the city council for agendas, meeting facilitation, and legislative history. They mirror city council standards and processes. 
We've created a recruitment video, a commissioner handbook, commissioner orientation, and an onboarding process. There's also a meeting facilitation guide for chairpersons. There's still much to do in order to continue to uplift commission voices and ensure inclusivity. We will bring an update to the council rules of procedure to the city council um, this fall. Um, that will ensure that a standard and consistent process for commissions to report to council, including accomplishments, recommendations, and upcoming year objectives. We're developing ongoing training for commissions and department staff. As I mentioned, um, Brown Act training is our next on our list. And then we're looking to expand recruitment for all commissions with a focus on diversity and inclusive. So next I have a brief video highlighting our commissions program and then I will be available for questions. Serving as a council appointee to a City of Sacramento Commission is both an awesome opportunity and a significant commitment. The following information will give new appointees and potential applicants an overview of the position's roles and responsibilities. The City of Sacramento utilizes more than 25 commissions to promote community and stakeholder input. Most serve in an advisory capacity to the City Council. However, a few are quasi-judicial, complaint reviews, or appeals boards. Serving as a council appointee provides a way for residents who have special experience or interests to participate in the city's decision-making process by advising city staff and the city council on a wide variety of issues. As an appointee, you interact creatively as a link between the city council and citizens of all ages, interests, and backgrounds. You represent the city as a whole and will help facilitate active and inclusive input, ensuring that all voices are incorporated into any recommendation made to the city council. To effectively participate, appointees often have lengthy reports to review in order to prepare effectively for public meetings. Attendance at meetings is essential. The Ralph M. Brown Act, California's open meeting law, and the City of Sacramento's Sunshine Ordinance have requirements to ensure that all city councils, boards, commissions, and committees are inclusive, transparent, and encourage public participation. Agendas must be posted to clearly communicate what the commission will be discussing and how the public can be part of that conversation. The order and conduct of business of council-established commissions are also governed by the City of Sacramento Council Rules of Procedure. It is critical that appointees only discuss items under their purview at an open and public meeting and avoid discussions outside the public forum. A meeting could be any gathering of a majority of appointees to discuss items under their jurisdiction, and discussions in non-public formats, such as email, phone, or text message, must be avoided. To ensure transparency and a high level of service, appointees have educational requirements such as ethics and sexual harassment training. Appointees may also have reporting requirements such as filing of a Statement of Economic Interests, FPPC Form 700, upon appointment, annually, and when leaving. We appreciate your interest in the City of Sacramento Board, Commission, and Committee Program, an opportunity for citizens to ensure transparent, open, and inclusive participation in the City's decision-making process. Please visit our website for appointee resources and information on applying to serve. Commissions.CityOfSacramento.org Clerk at CityOfSacramento.org 
Chair, that concludes my um, presentation. Um, thank you for allowing me to present today, and I'm available if you have any questions. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no speakers with their hands raised for this item. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, are there any members? Um, so... Thank you. Are there any members who wish to speak? So we've already gotten did that. Um, so the next, so we're going to move on to the next item. So the next item is commission comments, ideas, questions. Are there any members who wish to speak on this? Before we move on, um, I had one question or comment um, with regard to the discussion item, item number three. And I want to thank staff for the presentation. That was a very informative um, but I, I do think our terms are four years, not five years. Um, so I just wanted to clarify that for the record. And that was that's all that's the only comment that I wanted to make. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Clark, is that correct? Can we just confirm that? I think that is it's only four years. Yeah, let me take and a peek. I looked this morning and thought that I read five. If you want to move on, I can I can follow up. Okay, no problem. All right. Um, the last item is public comments. Uh, matters now on the agenda. Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on public comments? Matters that are not in the agenda. Thank you, Vice Chair. I do not have any speakers with their hands raised for matters not on the agenda. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, as you are confirming the number, how long um, uh, a board member can stay, whether if it's four or five years, um, maybe we can receive that response in an email just to confirm it. But in all, this uh, concludes today's agenda. Um, Here, if I may, you, um, the city uh, charter section 80 states that uh, the civil service board shall consist of five citizens of the city who shall have no connection with city government. The city council shall appoint said board members for five-year terms. Board members in office on the effective date of the section shall continue in office during their unexpired terms unless removed as provided by law. Okay, that's, uh, sorry. <laughs> May I, Vice Chair, um, just uh, point out on the civil service board terms. Uh, so on, on the city's website, the terms show four-year terms. Um, so that probably needs to be clarified. Thank you. I'll, I'll confirm the website's updated. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, appreciate that. <laughs> um, so yes, this concludes today's agenda. Um, thank you everyone for your participation. Um, do anyone else, board members, have any additional comments? Well, I, sorry, just one additional comment is uh, is whether we're returning to in-person uh, meetings. So I know that we brought that that uh, question up last time. We were told that there was no intent to return the commissions to or boards like our board to in-person meetings. 
But then we subsequently received an email that was contradictory to that statement. The email indicates that in-person meetings uh, are expected, I think, either starting this month or after this month, that is September of 2022. So I just didn't know if staff had additional updates with regard to the expectations of returning to in-person meetings. And not that it's a problem, just that it would be helpful for us to know whether or not we are going to be expected to be in person at some point. Thank you. That was the one question I was anticipating. So thank <laughs> you for, uh, for asking that. We do anticipate um, going back to in-person meetings in January. You will have at least a one month notice um, before in-person meetings resume. Um, right now, uh, we're operating under um, basically a state of emergency. The city council has said it's not safe for us to meet in person. So the city council has begun meeting in person. And so once we work out the kinks with that, we will be inviting um, all of our boards, commissions, and committees back into chambers. When that does happen, there will not be an opportunity for board members to participate remotely. So it's kind of an all or nothing. So we want to make sure we're getting it right before we ask you to come back into chambers. And I do anticipate that being January. Uh, one thing we will need to be doing is asking commissioners, board members, committee members to upload vaccine status, um, which is a similar process to we, we do for all volunteers at the city. Uh, and again, we'll, we will be communicating um, with enough time to, to make, um, so that you can make adjustments to your schedules. Okay, that's great. And then I, just on the last point about not having an opportunity to attend remotely, there is a new law, AB 2449, that was passed and signed by the governor. It's effective January 1, which allows under just cause or emergency circumstances for less than a majority to attend via remotely. So I would just ask that on that one sentence that you said about not having an opportunity to attend remotely, that the city attorney um, maybe be weigh in on that point. Absolutely, we are working closely with the city attorney and watching to see um, what new legislation is out there. Um, the old Brown Act required that you could participate remotely, but we would have to um, post a notice of agenda on that remote location and you'd have to allow members of the public to participate with you remotely. And if right. that provision is still in place, that's not something we would be able to accommodate. Um, right. But if that provision is not in place, um, then we could allow remote participation. Well, it is. So there are three different ways. As of January, there will be three different ways to attend remotely. One is traditional teleconferencing rules, which you just articulated. AB 361, which you're correct, has to be under a state of emergency. And then the third way is a brand new way under um, AB 2449 that was just signed by the governor. It's effective January 1, which allows remote participation for less than a majority under either just cause, which is defined, or emergency circumstances. So that's um, so all of those three will be part of the Brown Act law um, starting January 1. Thank you. We'll definitely okay. look into that. Sounds good. All right. Um, thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Um, hopefully we'll get more information in the coming parts of the next meeting. Um, so this concludes today's agenda. Thank you everyone for your participation and the meeting is adjourned. Thank you. Thank you.